Hello, my name is Evan Stoltman. Today is March 25th, 2020, day nine of quarantine. The world has been immobilized. We now have billions of people around the globe in isolation as we have become physically distant. However, we have never been so connected. We are now brothers and sisters in arms on one mission, flatten the curve. The world now has a confirmed 422,000 cases in over 197 countries. As healthcare workers and epidemiologists say it could easily be 10 times that number. It's as though we are moving through a very slow hurricane and there is not much in its path. As the exponential curve trends higher and higher, we've added roughly 45,000 official cases and 2,300 deaths in a single day, with only more and more to come. Ontario, Canada has now closed all non-essential businesses, and on the other side of the planet, India, with a population of 1.3 billion people, has now been given orders to go on full lockdown for a minimum of 21 days, where there will be a total ban on venturing out of their homes. The country's Prime Minister, Narendra Modi, stated many families will be destroyed forever if the virus is not contained within the next three weeks. It seems as if the month of April 2020 will be one of the most prolific times of not only our lives but of the modern worlds as the virus is picking up speed all around the globe. For countries like India with certain populations living in such dense and unsanitary conditions, these lockdowns are vital and if not implemented, the devastation could be unimaginable. These were great fears of many thought leaders around the world that less developed countries will be the most vulnerable to COVID-19. Bill Gates, who has spent large amounts of his time attempting to warn the world of possible deadly pandemics, has stated that Africa alone is at risk of losing over 10 million lives if action is not taken now. We are seeing unprecedented moves by governments and of the people. South America is another incredibly at-risk population with little medical infrastructure to fight against the virus. However, the president of Brazil, Bolsonaro, has shown an incredible lack of regard for to the situation the world is facing. He has stated that this is overblown and that schools and commerce should reopen as he parades in front of thousands of supporters on the streets taking selfies in what seems to be sheer ignorance and complete lack of regard for human life. With such vile actions, even the violent gangs of the Brazil favelas have issued a strict curfew to those who live among them, stating that the curfew is from 8 p.m. on March 24th. They state, whoever is seen on the street after this time, you will learn to respect the next one. We want the best for our population. If the government does not have the capacity to fix it, organize crime well. The world appears to be truly backwards. Europe is still walking through the depths of hell as Italy reports another 800 deaths in one day. Spain has also recorded around 400 deaths for March 24th as the number of patients who succumb to the disease continue to rise. Many videos have surfaced of what appears to be patients infected with COVID-19 lying on the floors of cold hospital hallways as they have run out of beds for the sick. Our thoughts should be with the front line of medical workers who continue to go to work, understanding not only the danger that they are putting themselves in, but also for what they have to witness. They are risking their lives for the well-being of their people and for humanity. Their bravery should not be forgotten. The USA is now on a speeding rail that cannot be stopped. They had two months to act, but now it has become too late. Reports from all over the country from cities like Atlanta, Michigan, New York have stated their ICUs are officially at capacity. This means many will die, many will suffer. 
It is unimaginable the blood those in power will have on their hands for the incredible inaction. New York has been the hardest hit with the total now of over 26,000 cases in the state of New York alone. Hell is hot and the fire is burning, as the people of the United States of America will now bear the burden. It was all a joke when President Donald Trump was elected. Now he is beginning to seem like the devil himself as he pumped the stock market, saying that he will send people back to work in two weeks' time as the healthcare workers prepare for war. The federal government has sent 400 ventilators to New York, and Governor Cuomo has stated that they will need around 30,000. Donald Trump asked the question, is the cure worse than the disease? Which means, is hurting the economy worse than massive human tragedy? Governor Cuomo responded with what I'd hope many of us would say. My mother is not expendable. Your mother is not expendable. We will not put a dollar figure on human life. We can have a public health strategy that is consistent with an economic one. No one should be talking about social Darwinism for the sake of the stock market. That is in contrast with that of Texas's Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Here is what he has to say about the situation. Living in fear of is what's happening to this country. And you know, Tucker, no one reached out to me and said, uh, as a senior citizen, uh, are you willing to take a chance on your survival in exchange for keeping the America that all America loves for your children and grandchildren? And if that's the exchange, I'm all in. Um, and that doesn't make me noble or brave or anything like that. I just think there are lots of grandparents out there in this country, like me, I have six grandchildren, that what we all care about and what we love more than anything are those children. And I want to you know, live smart and, uh, and, and see through this, but I don't want the whole country to be sacrificed. Uh, and, I, and that's what I see. I've talked to hundreds of people, Tucker, in just in the last week. and making calls all the time and and everyone says pretty much the same thing that we can't lose our whole country we, we're having an economic collapse i'm also a small businessman i understand it and i talk with business people all the time tucker and and i'm so my i'm just my heart is lifted tonight by what i heard the president say because we can do more than you know one thing at a time we can do two things so you know my message is that um uh, let's get back to work. Let's get back to living. Let's be smart about it. Uh, and those of us who are 70 plus, we'll, we'll take care of ourselves, but don't sacrifice the country. Don't do that. Don't ruin so this you're, great So you're basically dream. saying that this disease could take your life, but that's not the scariest thing to you. There's something that would be worse than dying. Yeah. Um, it is unbelievable those words uttered out of his disgraced mouth. Hard times tend to show you true colors of those in power. Those words spoken by Dan Patrick should be a wake-up call for those who walk this earth. What do we value? I will now end with words written by Max Haven. The arrival of the COVID-19 pandemic unfolding around the world as I write these words will likely be remembered as an apocal shift. In this extended winter, as borders close, as lockdowns and quarantines multiply, as people succumb and recover, there is a strong sense that when the spring finally arrives, we will awaken in a drastically changed landscape. We have learned new ways to care for one another without waiting for the state or for authorities. We are rediscovering the power of mutual aid and solidarity. 
We are learning how to communicate and cooperate anew. We have learned how to organize and to respond quickly, how to make collective decisions and to take responsibility for our fate. Those of us now in isolation, in spite of our fear and frustrations, in spite of our grief, for those who have died or may die, for the life we once lived, for the future we once hoped for, there is always a sense we are cocooned, transforming, waiting, dreaming. Terror stalks the global landscape, notably the way the virus or our countermeasures will endanger those among us whom we as a society have already abandoned. So many of us are already disposable. So many of us are only learning it now. Too late. But when the spring comes, as it must, when we emerge from hibernation, it might be a time of profound global struggle against both the drive to return to normal, the same normal that set the stage for this tragedy, and the new normal, which might be even worse. Let us prepare as best we can, for we have a world to win. Like the heroes of all good epics, we are not ready. Our training was not completed, yet fate will not wait. Like all true heroes, we must make do with what we have, one another and nothing else. Thank you for listening and stay safe.